stalkers. No, we are not being mean. <laughs> no. Hey, everybody. Hey, friends. Greetings, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to another episode of Indoor Recess. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. Yeah. And Jeff, what do we do on this podcast? Watch obscure movies. What kind of movies? Movies that you probably... I already said obscure. The word I'm looking for is kids. Oh, obscure kids movies. <laughs> kids movies. Sorry. Everyone get out your bingo charts and cross off the square that says Jeff, Jeff doesn't know. Biff's the intro. Yeah, we got Biff the intro. Uh-huh. Biff the... <laughs> the outro. <laughs> the email address, the Twitter thing, and our website. Yeah. Those are all the things you could Biff. I biff them all every yeah, time. That's right. Oh, but that's okay. Jeff, the world is dying to know. All of our listeners have one question. So when you got shot one of the vaccine, could you feel the 5G nanites flowing from within you? Oh, yeah. I'm wow. basically a robot. Oh, okay, cool. So, okay, uh, I have a follow-up question. Now that you are a walking 5G tower, is can we cancel our internet? I feel like we could save some money. Um, I'm just a tower. Uh, oh, okay. You're like just a repeater. Yeah, You're I not... don't have. I'm just okay. like a tower. So I, I guess I don't have the stuff to like broadcast. Oh, is that in shot two? Maybe. Okay. Well, uh, jury's out, folks. We'll get back to this in a month and see how it goes. Yeah. No. Hey, everybody. Uh, Jeff's got Jeff got jabbed. Jeff got jabbed. Yeah. In the. <laughs> future in the future yeah technically <laughs> by the time you are in the future past i will be stabbed in the by the time let me tell you how it went i don't know yet <laughs> by the time you're hearing this jeff has has gotten his first shot but when we're recording this it hasn't happened yet so nope. we're, we're we're being sillies about it silly billies yeah not me though i wasn't fast enough i gotta rely on the internet like a fucking chump Jumps. I can't just go out into the wilderness and 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 radiate signal. <laughs> you could. I'm working on it, but that's that's neither here nor there. It's time to talk about a movie we're going to watch. If this is your first episode, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send Jeff the poster art of a movie that we're gonna watch. Neither of us have seen it yet. And we're going to talk about the cover and rag on it for a few minutes. And then we're going to go watch the ding dang thing. And then we'll come back and talk about it. Ooh, I know. That's our formula. That's our podcast formula. That's right. That's our ninja way. So without further ado, here I go. Sending you the file. Let me see that file. <laughs> Shush. Mm. What are we watching? We're watching a unicorn adventure. A unicorn adventure. And there's no fun taglines. Zero fun taglines. Zero really anything on this cover. There's I mean, like a lemur monkey. There's a lot, but there's also a little of the title. Yeah. Off of the R. I guess it's a lemur. Do you think his name is R? It's like it's like ants. Oh, how his name was Z? How his name was Z and he was holding the Z up. <gasps> Oh my god! I don't think I ever thought like about that. R. Okay, you know, R. you didn't think about that. I thought I knew that his name was Z, and I knew it was spelled ants with a Z, but I never put T 
two and two together that he's holding up the Z and he yeah, is Z. He's holding up the Z because his name is Z. Oh, I hate that movie. <laughs> it's not that good. It's not that great. No, it's it's lousy. All right, but it's you not. You know what I don't like? What? I don't like. Okay, so imagine here's the cover for you. Yeah, here you we go. You got a blue sky. It's outdoors. Ah. And do you remember in. Willy Wonka and yep. the Chocolate Factory. Yep. When they go to like the Technicolor Explosion <laughs> plant room. When where, they first go into that, yeah, that main room. Yeah, where there's the chocolate waterfall. And right just before like he sings Pure Imagination. All the like shit in it. That's mm-hmm. pretty much where this unicorn is. That's pretty much what we're looking at. Yeah. There's a waterfall leading into a lake. And to- then like a weird kind of trying to be photorealistic but not really unicorn <laughs> yeah with human teeth oh that is true <laughs> yeah yeah this unicorn's got teeth that that's what i was getting at was just like i don't i don't like these human teeth on this unicorn i don't like the big eyes oh yeah and this isn't when i say big eyes y'all this isn't big eyes like anime big eyes these are weird kind of humany eyes with eyelashes and they're they're not really looking at anything in particular and i just i don't know the eyes are really staring to your soul yeah they're really rubbing me the wrong way the teeth are they're not great like i'm not gonna say i'm down for them but the eyes are really my uh bugbear yeah so this is this is a uh white unicorn pink hair golden horn uh kind of eyes pink schnoz Yep, yep, yep. And yes, there's a uh, brown monkey of some sort hanging on to the R in A Unicorn Adventure, the logo. To the left of the unicorn, we've got mushrooms. To the right of the unicorn, we got... Venus flytraps. Yeah, we got pink Venus flytraps. And then behind this unicorn, there's just like a bunch more mushrooms. Mushrooms, 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 waterfall, ferns, mushrooms. Yeah, and flowers on the other and side. And flowers. So. And the lake that you talked about. Yeah. The last movie we watched about horses was Princess Emmy, way back yeah. in our second episode. Do you think this unicorn can talk? Yes. Okay, This cool. unicorn's totally going to talk. This unicorn's totally going to talk. Its name? Yes. Yes, tell me. Samantha. Ooh, okay. All right. I've said it once before, and I'll say it again. I want a unicorn with a My Little Pony style name. So is this unicorn on an adventure? Or is somebody else on an adventure I think she on gets behalf thrown of the on an adventure. So you think the unicorn gets thrown on an adventure? Yeah, against her will. Oh, okay. W- why is the unicorn adventuring? Probably has something to do with the fucking monkey. Probably. The monkey probably fucked something up. Yeah. The monkey probably stole her, like, diamond tiara or something. Yeah. And she has to go get it back. And it's this whole thing of, like, as soon as she catches up with the monkey, there's some sort of wacky hijinks. Like, maybe the monkey goes down the waterfall and she's like, guess I'm gonna have to jump. Wow. Yeah, the monkey can swing across trees, but the unicorn can't swing across trees because she's got hooves. How good do you think this CG is going to be? Based on the cover, I'm going to say below average. Below average. Better or worse than Howard Lovecraft and Ooh, I'm going to say better than Steam Engines. 
not as good as Ribbit. Mm. In in terms of see, if I had to yeah. guess based on this cover, because I think Ribbit probably has this beat. U N I C O R N Adventure. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going at first. I was like, "What?" I'm sorry. This this cover is a little bland. Now, I wasn't able to pull up the first line of the synopsis like I did with Dinosaur Island. Like yeah. I did with Dinosaur Island. Uh, instead, I pulled up the most recent review on Amazon and. This is going to, I don't know. Maybe this was a bad idea. Is maybe, it going to paint where we think it's going to be? I don't know. Maybe Maybe this is a bad idea. Do you want to hear, I'm not going to read the whole review. I'm going to read the subject line of the most recent review on Amazon. All right. Give me that Amazon review. Are you sure you're ready for this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, G Family 6 on January 17th, 2021 says, It's not really about a unicorn. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to read anymore. Okay. Subject line, it's not really about a unicorn. The old bait and switch uh-huh. from Unicorn Adventure. <laughs> it's not about it's not a unicorn. It's not really about a unicorn. So I want you to take about 15 seconds. Thanks, and- Google family. <laughs> I want you to take about 15 seconds and look at the cover and tell me oh, man. what this movie is about if it's not about a unicorn. So so just just you know, take take some time. It's probably about this monkey's hidden. You took power zero time. <laughs> to terraform. Oh. And this is all it's doing. Okay. And he makes the unicorn, but it's not about the unicorn. Huh. Alright. So you think it's gonna be about the monkey? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Monkey and his god powers of terraforming. I'm looking at this movie, this movie called A Unicorn Adventure, where the unicorn takes up over 60% of the screen. And then G Family 6 tells me it's not about a unicorn. So I think this movie is about a Vietnam vet who learns you can't come home again. Oh, shit. That's right. Maybe I'll be right. I don't know. No, dude. Okay. A unicorn adventure. This is either one of two things. Uh huh. This is. It's the sequel to these two movies. Okay. Number one. To both of these movies. Either of these movies. Oh, either of these movies. Okay. It is Inception. Okay. <laughs> or Blade Runner. Wow. Okay. This is about the the little dude that did the origami. Yeah. And All right. a little unicorn. Was there an origami guy in Inception? No, that was Blade Runner. Okay, I was like, I didn't know if you were trying to make some sort of reference. Like, they both had a fucking origami man. I don't remember. Boy, oh boy. It's not about a unicorn. Now, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What if this is, what if if G Family 6 is playing mind games with us? Could be. So, I don't know if you remember, but there's a very popular Twitter account called Amazon Movie Reviews. Or, like, bad Amazon Movie Reviews. It's just called Amazon Movie Reviews. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I but, still follow it. Okay. It doesn't post a whole lot anymore. Yeah. But their whole shtick is to take bad Amazon movie reviews. People that rate like Wolf of Wall Street one out of five stars and say there's no wolves in this movie. Yeah. Do you think maybe this is just someone trying to get on the bad movie reviews Twitter or, or something be. like that? Do you think this is all a hilarious goof? They could be, but I 
in my heart of hearts know that everyone on Amazon that leaves a review is an honest person. <laughs> That's right. And has never ever lied in no, their lives. No, never, never. No one ever has gone on the internet and told lies. No, us included. Jeff Dude, really does have nanites. It's fucking illegal. Like the internet police will come up yeah. and. Dude, when you hear that doorbell ring, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> a unicorn adventure that's not about a unicorn. I don't know, Mammy. What if it's a unicron adventure and it's about Ooh. unicron? And he's all like, I'm going to eat your planet. Yeah. Yeah. What if we just turn it on? It's Transformers the movie. Huh? That that would be fine. Yeah. I'd love that shit. Fucking Grana Weep Nini Bong, dude. What if the title's like wrong? What if it's like an adventure? unicorn or something i don't know like it's an adventurous unicorn sure but that sounds like it's about a unicorn it still sounds like it's, i know what if unicorn, okay an adventure an adventure unicorn what if it's not actually about a unicorn unicorn but adventure a but it's still called a unicorn adventure like you would say a wild goose chase if i said hey i've been having a real wild goose chase oh, trying to find a playstation like a 5 saying? yeah it's not this is a real unicorn. unicorn adventure, man. Yeah. You're just like, oh, this shit's a real unicorn adventure. Could be. Could be. Are you ready to go prove G yeah, Family I'm, 6? I'm more interested in seeing like how correct G Family is. All right. We got to do it for G Family. G Fam. G Fam. We could like, look up their other reviews that they've left. Can you do that? I, I don't know. Probably not. Not through the app, probably, which is what I'm using. G Family 6. Ooh, shit. So G Family 6 is from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. They've been married for 10 years, and we have four kids ages 10 months to 8 years. Huh? Okay. That's too many kids all in around the same age. Okay, at the risk of doxing poor G Family 6, I am only going to read if it's one- it's on Amazon. That's, that's actually true. <laughs> I'm only going to read one other review of theirs. So they rated- the Miu Color 4-Pack 3D Puzzle Set with 24 coloring pin markers, fun coloring. Uh, they gave this five stars, and they said, These puzzles brighten up a boring day indoors. Damn. They were really feeling it. When, bought- did they, when did they buy that? Mm, like cause February. That- February 1st. Of this last of this, year? Of this year that 20, just happened, oh, okay. yes. So this or is, of this year, yes. Dude, after a year of like isolation, anything is fun. They're just like, fuck it. I don't know. Give me the fucking the coloring puzzles. I'm fucking locked in my fucking house with my four fucking kids. I bought the 3D puzzles for my eight-year-old daughter because she's been really bored due to snow keeping her indoors. All right, G-Family. Let's see if we can fucking redeem you. Let's go watch... A unicorn adventure, which may or may not be about a unicorn. You better not be lying to us, G fam. G family, I swear to God. We're gonna call the internet police we'll on get your you. ass. You're not gonna have a good time with that puzzle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> confirms my theory about the existence of fantastical creatures in a hidden land. A land of unicorns, minotaurs, the whole bunch. If you really want to show your children a unicorn, we'll find the hidden lands. I am Robo. Welcome to Shonku Manor. 
home of the great Professor Shonku. Come along, everyone. What are we looking for? The living, breathing unicorn. This is my favorite part, the chase. I'm on the verge of something truly amazing. Legend has it that the unicorn is created by the power of the tablet. And we are back having watched a unicorn adventure. Yes. <laughs> the most misleadingest cover that I can recall of <laughs> everything that we've watched. Probably. Probably. So would you agree with, what was it, G Family yes, 6? Yes, G Family was right on the nose. <clears throat> like, spoilers, every single thing on that cover is in the last 10, like, fucking... 20 15 minutes of the movie yep the movie uh clocks in at an hour and 32 and we set a stopwatch for when a unicorn finally appeared on screen like an actual factual unicorn not a drawing of a unicorn and we got unicorn at one hour eight minutes nine seconds so yeah. Yep, it is definitely not about a unicorn. It is really not about a unicorn, but that's all right because only in America is this movie called A Unicorn Adventure. Oh, so everywhere it's... else it's called The Shanku Diaries. See, that makes way more sense. That's like American localization just fucking shit up. It really is, yeah. Uh it's it was actually a The Shanku Diaries colon A Unicorn Adventure. Mm. So I did some uh, little itty-bitty little research and found out that, yes, this movie is called The Shanku Diaries, everywhere but here, featuring Professor Shanku. This movie was made in India, and Professor Shanku is a Bengali sci-fi book character from, like, the the, the 60s or so. He's got a very—when I say sci-fi, it's it's sci-fi in in the vein of, like— tin tin not yeah. not laser guns and fucking fighting on the moon and stuff it's like there's some robots there's maybe some light science fiction and shit but yeah uh, this is this movie was like meet the robinsons meets indiana jones see yeah slash national treasure that's kind of what i was thinking a very very indiana jones but what if what if indy was a scientist was Rick Moranis from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I don't know. So let's start this dangle recap. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We begin in a secret lair of some sort. These old mysterious runes. Uh, we see Professor Shanku and his buddy Willard are are uh, spelunking through the runes, trying to find. You know, just 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 researching just everything. Yeah, it's just like they're not really after anything specific. Yeah, they're they're not they're not like tomb raiders. They're fucking. They are like Indiana Jones. They are out purely to explore and and enrich minds. It belongs in a museum. Mm-hmm. So uh, the professor finds this carving on the wall of a, a handprint. He sticks his hand in it, and all of a sudden, the outline of the handprint and everything, and there's this, like, little drawing of a unicorn, starts glowing. Out of nowhere, this giant slab falls from the sky, and Willard is able to read it because he knows Sanskrit. It talks about 
a mysterious garden of dreams where all sorts of fictional beasts, minotaurs, rocks, unicorns are real. I bet all ice is there too. <laughs> you think all ice is there? Oh, beyond the forest beyond of knowledge. The, yeah. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Um. So what you're trying to say is, if beyond they, the wall of dreams and the forest of knowledge. Yeah. Fucking all ice. All ice lies sleeping. Yes. Dreaming. So if even so, death may die. <laughs> Stop. This is one too many things. And liberty and justice for all. If Shanku had just accessed, no, if Will, yeah, if Willard had just accessed the morphogenic field and yeah. told Shanku where he was, we could have skipped like 89% of this movie. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be as goofy. Yeah, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a movie at that point. Anyway, no. So while they're talking about this this amazing slab, we get dun dun dun, Mr. Frenzati. Yeah. Who is a villain that, like, doesn't really need to be there? No, he's the worst kind of villain of all. A capitalist. Gross! Franzati <clears throat> says, Haha, you fools, Shanku. So he and Shanku have this uh, established rivalry. He says, Shanku, you've led me to this lair filled with, you know, riches beyond my wildest imagination i'm gonna plunder these bitches yeah. and sell them i mean he's like a single man version of the nazis from indiana jones yeah 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 you're gonna hear us uh reference indiana jones a lot in this in this episode because it's got it's got some real it's got some real indie vibes in a good way and that works on two different levels <laughs> yeah oh yeah i got that franzotti gets his his henchman a fat little dude named luigi and a lady with the most wild accent anyone yeah, has ever heard. I, I could not pin down what her accent was. I, it's like she was trying to be the chick from Rocky and Bowling yes. Hill, but failing at it. And then the other guy just looks like Dennis Nedry. A little bit. Yeah. What if Dennis Nedry had a giant fucking nose? Yeah. Like a big pointy one. Her accent, the very first time she talks, she does sound very like moose and squirrel. But moose then, and squirrel. But then there's sometimes where it feels like she's trying to do like a really bad like New Yorker accent. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what was happening with her. And then she looks like post, post, post op Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like sure. when he got like three or four like surgeries down the yeah. line. And it's like, hey, man, I don't know about this look anymore. That's <laughs> that's not what I was Oh, that's not what I was seeing, but I mean, when you mention it, sure. So they've tied up Professor Shanku and Willard, and they say, all right, well, we've plundered this place, gotta go. And right before Frenzati goes, he kicks this support structure, keeping the whole fucking thing what in place. Dick. Yeah, the, the ruins start crumbling around him, but Shanku uses his quick thinking and knowledge of stalactites to uh and gravity and gravity the fact that they will fall oh shush to free <laughs> themselves and they escape we now get shanku's first use of one of his gadgets he has a flying car and he uses that flying car and this gun that shoots like those little sticky the hands stretchy hands that you, you know, get from the freaking 50 cent machine yeah like you know if you and if, inevitably 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 gets talk today. Duck on the fucking ceiling. Yep. 
Then your mom gets so mad. Yeah. Aww. Or it touches something and is immediately covered in dust and yep. never sticky and again. Fur and yeah, just super gross. They they chase after Frenzotti. They they take a turn too fast. Willard falls out of the flying car. Frenzotti says, "Hey Shanku, you've got a choice. You can save your friend or try to get your diary back because Frenzotti stole his his diary." Yeah. With all of the uh, the goodies, Shanku says that friendship is more important than any old book and goes to jumps out of the flying car to go save Willard. Isn't that great? Very sweet and Hooray. nice. Boom, 18 month time skip. Yeah. There's an 18 month time skip. Apparently he has like the genetic structure of all animals in that notebook or so he <laughs> says or something like that. It's very Titan AE. And it's just like okay and apparently that's the only copy he has. He never fucking backed it up. Even though I, uh, we later find out he has all this technology, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he never backed it up. He just kept in the shitty little notebook. So up until this moment, yeah, I, I'm, we're watching the thing. And even the flying car has a very old, like, kind of chitty chitty bang bang look. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, this takes place in, like, the 30s or something. You know, homie couldn't write all that down on a fucking computer. No, 18-month time skip, boom. We see kids on smartphones. We got robots. We got crazy genetic labs. And sodas. Oh, <laughs> sodas. I don't know. Dude Dude just likes, you know, he's, he's a, he's he a Luddite. He doesn't trust computers. Yeah, and that's fine, I guess. So, yes, we've got an 18-month time skip. Boom. We meet these two kids, Melody and Mo. Mo. They are Willard's kids. Yep. They're going to talk to Professor Shanku because they haven't seen their dad in forever. And they were wondering, hey, do you know where he is? And uh, let's see, let me tell you, Mo, depending on where he's looking, he either looks fine like Jimmy Neutron or a nightmare. <laughs> and Melody sounds like she's 30. So, <laughs> yes, Melody's voice actress is is definitely not trying to do a little kid voice and mo has vegeta's hair yeah so their train arrives and immediately they almost get kidnapped by franzotti's evil boris and what's her face (laughs) natasha yeah but no a robot shows up and saves them this is robu robu he is shanku's personal assistant he's like what if c-3po was cool yeah. And... What if Weebo had legs? Oh shit! <laughs> Weebo is a much is a deeper pull and a better reference. Oh man, yeah, Weebo. Weebo. I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> she just wanted. Oh. All she wanted to do was love she the professor. Just wanted to be human so she could love the professor. And it's like Weebo, you don't understand. This movie was made in the '90s. You make it nowadays, everyone's fucking hot for virtual waifus. Yeah, oh. you were just ahead of your time, she was girl. Ahead. She was a trendsetter. Robu says, "I'm gonna go take you to Shanku." He pulls out a fucking motorcycle and gets him over there. They say, "Hey, Shanku, we're here." For to to talk to you he thinks that they're the new assistants for his lab so he's like okay quick measure this many milliliters of whatever now you oh he says 10 cc's okay 10 and he cc's does, oh yeah, yeah yeah keep going oh and he's just like and you you know extract the plunger and pull out this many blah blah blahs of blah 
you know, he's got them immediately working. And yeah. they're like, and they oh. just kind of like fuck it all up. They and do. And he just like takes it from, he's like, fine, I'll do it. And he does a shit job of drawing 10 cc's out of that oh, little thing. Homie thinks he's a fucking like, expert now. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I do this like every single weekend. Fuck like, you, fuck you. You suck at this. He started drawing when he was pulling in just air. It's like, you're not going to get an <laughs> accurate fucker. measurement. This... That's that's what I noticed. I was like, he is drawing in air. And <laughs> then he tilted it. And I'm like, you dumb shit. <laughs> Look at what look at what helping me with my fucking injections has taught you. <laughs> God damn. How to You get you handle a, a tiny vial of testosterone and now you think you're Dr. fucking Quinn. Dude, I am a microbiologist <clears throat> now. All right. I'm going to sit there with the little thing in like that giant rack of test tubes and just be like boop 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 boop. <laughs> I just, that's what I wrote down. I was like, that's not how you draw. <laughs> All right. Well, shit. You know, next time we'll watch like Osmosis Jones and you can take them to task. Sure. I would love to watch Osmosis Jones. We're not honestly. allowed to. We're not allowed to. <laughs> but. It is illegal. It's, it's, I mean, for starters, I've seen it too many times. Everybody's seen it too many times. It's a good movie, dude. It, they play it got Electric its own Avenue. Show. Mm. I don't know about that show. I didn't say it was good. I'm yeah, just saying it got enough. its own show. Fair enough. Okay. I never watched Ozzy and Drix. It didn't have the same voices. Yeah. Ah. Dude, Aladdin I want to watch this versus Jones so bad. Um, you, you know you can just watch it, right? It doesn't have to be for the podcast. Oh, I know. It, I don't have it anywhere, and I don't think it's streaming. All right. So the kids are like, Shanku, listen. We're here to figure out what happened to our dad. And he's just like, oh, I don't know. Well, he didn't even know anything was wrong. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He was just like, oh, yeah. How is Willard? He's like, how is the old boy? Shanku shows the kids a hologram of Willard's last no, known. No, the other way around. Kids show Shanku kids a hologram. show Shanku a hologram of his last known Willard's like, he didn't even say location it was just like his last known like hologram video yeah and he's like oh Shanku I found this really cool thing I think it's really <laughs> and I get, fell over a cleave yeah and they're like oh shit we gotta go out and find him so Shanku is immediately ready to tussle he is like hell yes I've been waiting let's go while all this has been happening, Jeff, would you like to talk about a V? Uh, I really don't want to talk about a V. You have to. He pops in and he's like, "Hey, what up?" I'm Fresh your neighbor. My, I'm. Is he a neighbor? He says, "I'm your neighbor." He says, "Oh, I didn't know if he was like the cook or something weird I, like that." I, he mentions that he's Shanku's neighbor. Okay, so the neighbor shows up and is like, "I've got mangoes," mm -hmm. and then they're like, "We have to go on an adventure." And then he just jumps in the elevator because he thinks he's welcome. Yeah, he's yeah. that neighbor. He he shows up and he's just like, "Hey, what's up, buddy? I got I just picked some new mangoes. They're like so good." And Shanku is immediately like, "All right, everybody, get in the fucking thing. Let's go." And Avi is like, "Well, uh, I guess I better get in the fucking thing." Yeah. So they all get into this elevator, which shoots them out into Professor Shanku's little airplane yeah it's a he's got one of those like short runway takeoff airplanes yeah and he just it, goes 
and they go blasting into the sky. Robu is driving. Yes, Robu is driving. Who is driving? Robu is driving. <laughs> How can that be? Also, a V is there. Also, a V is and there. They didn't realize it until like he says something, and it, they're just like, "A V, what are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Yes, a V, what are you doing here?" <laughs> and a V is. What just... are you doing in this entire fucking movie? Oh damn! <laughs> a V is just like, well, I, he says like something. He got caught up into it. Anyway, Shanku then realizes that he's being followed. It's these damn Franzotti boys. Damn. Boris and what's her Natasha. face? Here? Natasha. They're bound for Almora and yes. they realize that they are being followed. Shanku says, Hey, Robu, fly into those storm clouds. Maybe we can lose them. Yeah, just like Mad Max. Oh, shit. <laughs> just like Mad Max. Just like Mad oh, Max. Oh, man. Is this movie, can we reference every other movie that we like? We can reference better movies. Aw, that's not that's not what I meant. I just meant like, oh, no. Uh, are you going to say that A Unicorn's Tale is better than Mad Max? No. Okay. But... So I'm referencing a better movie. All right, fine. So they drive into a storm, and it doesn't really shake them. The Franzati chick whips out a giant gun, shoots the plane in the wing, and the plane starts going down. While being properly harnessed for shooting out of a plane. Oh, that's true. Yes, she is. I like that they went to the detail of like showing this like crazy body harness that she was wearing. I'm like, at least they didn't have her just lean out the fucking window. Jeff says cheers for proper body harnesses and jeers for improper syringe handling. Yeah. (sighs) They do make it to Almora, but that plane is pooched, y'all. Yeah. So Shanku says, okay, everybody, wait by the fucking debris, and I'm going to go ask the local authorities if they know where Willard is. Robu begins working on fixing up the plane. The kids... Kids, like, at one point, the little boy Mo trips. Oh. And the sister takes a picture of him, blasts him on Facebook... Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. While using a Samsung keyboard, what? Like How that did you layout? Know it was a keyboard. Oh. I was like, that is the default Samsung layout. God, I don't like you. <laughs> that is because I hate Samsung's keyboard. It's so how, ugly looking. How, how, I was how? like, oh, that's that keyboard. Explain to me how you know that it was a Samsung fucking phone keyboard. Why? Why did? What did their phones look like? That's uh, different than any I have other a phone. Samsung. Let me see. Then why? Can... Hey, hey, smart guy. If you hate this fucking default keyboard, why are you using it? I'm not. I'm using oh. Gboard. Okay. Y'all, this they've is... changed it, but it's like this. It's very hard squares. They used to be bigger and taller. You might remember from your Galaxy how we immediately switched it, but it looks like it, any other keyboard. It doesn't look like any other folks, keyboard. Folks, it looks like any There's other the Gboard. Keyboard. It's more rounded. He's using the QWERTY style instead of Dvorak. Yeah, he he's well. not using the one-handed keyboard. He's using the uh, the default two-hander. But yeah, it was it was that really light gray, and all the keys were smashed together. So you're always like mistyping shit. Y'all, this is what phones, phones rot your brain. I was gonna kids. say phones have rotted this poor boy's brain. This motherfucker, all he does is look up reviews to phones and things about phones and can you fuck a phone and all this sort of things about phones. And I will be minding my own business watching a show and he'll be like, oh yeah, that's the LG Gronkobonk. And I'm just like, ah. (laughs) You'll be happy to know that I did not recognize any phones in this thing. But I did give them props for when she took that photo. I was like, 
that is an accurate phone camera the shutter way it noise. Goes white and then... Yeah. Well, no, just also the sound oh, that, too. Yeah. I was like, that is the sound that it plays when you take a photo we're and you talk- have the volume turned up. We're talking about her blasting her brother, but we're not even talking about why. You see, they got off the plane and this monkey, the monkey from the cover, the y'all. Cover. The cover monkey came out of nowhere and stole Moe's MP3 player. Oh shit. And he's What he's, year was this made? Our library says 2019. Mm. Don't don't what year is this made? I still use a fucking iPod Classic. No, it's fine. Thank you very I much. I was just wondering. So, yes, the Mo chases the monkey around, falls flat on his fucking face. She takes a picture of that, sends it. As soon as she sends it, she's like, wow, I got six comments. Oh, there's seven. Now I got eight. And it's like, damn. Ooh, she's popular. Yeah. Why are so many people call, following like a 12-year-old kid? I think you know why there's so many people following a 12-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they chase this monkey into a very, very... <laughs> What? Dude, they chased this monkey into the fucking Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I wrote down. I was just like, these kids have gone back in time to the Bible. It's a pretty, they land in a relatively modern city, and then they go into this very bustling marketplace that does look uh, a little old. The way the marketplace looks and the way the town look aren't 100%. Yeah, I got I got the Bible vibes from <laughs> the two dudes that are coming up. I was like, dude, the way that they're dressed. Give them some names. Uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel and, and Matthew have a switchblade. Oh, okay. All right. One thing at a time. So they corner these kids in a dark alleyway. And they're like, hey, look, we didn't mean any trouble. The monkey stole my music. I just want my music back. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, and pulls out a damn switchblade. Yeah, like I thought the monkey was working for them for a minute. I also thought that. And then it just seems like they don't fucking care and they just want to kill a kid. I have. I think they do. I don't know. (laughs) I genuinely don't know. But it doesn't matter because, boom, we see a boot and we get a zoom out. It's a man in a green... One of those little puffy, yeah, like, puffy marshmallow jackets. Yeah, puffy marshmallow jackets, wearing like an ushanka. His name is Markovich. Markovich. And he says, "Don't worry, kids, I'll help you." And he beats the shit out of these two dudes, Matrix style. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of um, bullet time camera uh, spins. Spins. Rotations. Thank you. Now that he's beat up the dudes, they're like, he "Oh, beat okay." Up the Bible. Now that Markovich is done beating up the Bible, That's the kids right. are like, "Cool, we got our we got our tunskis back. Uh, we 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 have to go." So they're all they've all met up together. Uh, Shanku says, "So here's here's what's up, y'all. The authorities have no idea where Willard went, but they gave me his phone, and on his phone is this weird poem. I think all of the lines, ass riddle. Yeah, I think all the lines are clues. We just gotta follow the clues." Plus could do. You can too. That's right. Shanku says, we need to start over there into the mountains. If only I knew a person that had yaks. Markovich shows up and is like, well, I know somebody that can get us some yaks. And boom, we are on our way. The first line in the poem has something to do with the whim of the sun. No Mm. one has any idea what the fuck that means. So they start climbing up the mountain when Professor Shanku finds a secret like 
I don't want to call it a trap door, but it's like a secret door leading into the floor of the mountain. Yeah. Of this this clearing that they're at. Apparently, it is the Temple of Tors. Ooh. I know. Which has like a giant side that's open to the air. And it's just like, so if you would have just kept climbing the mountain, you would have ran into it anyway. You would have probably seen it. Yeah. You probably would have seen this giant temple and been like, oh, shit. I wonder if we should go in there." there. Yeah. So they decide to spend the night in the Temple of Tors. They wake up the next morning. Well, and overnight, yes. what they're doing is like typical millennials. They are all stealing Robu's life force to charge <laughs> their phones and MP3 players. I miss Because he's that. trying to sleep and there's all their phones on the ground and they're all plugged into Robu. And I'm like, Robu is dying right now. I didn't because even notice that. Because you're stealing his fucking essence. Oh my God. I actually, I love that. I, Robu must be like solar powered or something. He is, remember? No. Later it, it gets addressed. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get to it. I'll Shit. point it out. Okay. So, yes, they wake up the next morning and Shanku's like, wait, 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 wait. I figured out the clue. So here's what we're going to do. This temple is cut into the side of the mountain facing the sun. When the sun rises, it'll hit these chunks of rock that are sticking up out of the, the temple and stuff. On the opposite wall, it forms a shape. A shape of a bull. Ooh, who would have guessed? I don't know. You know, at least they did that and somebody didn't like crash a fucking starship into a planet. And then make a knife about it. What? That oh. would lead you to be like, oh, if you hold this knife up to this wreckage, it'll, it'll perfectly match it exactly. It'll point to the only room that you can get into, and it's fuck that movie. Look, look, look. Someday we will give you a soapbox to fucking vent about Star Wars Episode Nine was bad. Yeah, it, and it I'm... didn't need to even exist. Look, y'all, that movie going season, we saw two movies. Cats and Rise of Skywalker. We saw I've... one of them once and one of them like 10 times. Yep. I was just going to say, we saw one of them once and I've never thought about it ever again. And then we saw one of them three more times in the theater and then bought it the day it came out. Oh, and then I <laughs> was able to find <laughs> a bootleg version in between it coming out and it being removed from theaters. I was able to find a bootsy-ass bootleg version with hard-coded Korean subs, but we were still able to watch it because it was in English. And we were able to go see it at the opening night of a dollar theater that opened oh. up in the gold, in the bleepity bleep bleep mall. In a, in a local mall, in yes. In a local mall. Yeah, we were there opening night for the dollar theater. Oh, it was amazing. I don't amazing. even know if they're alive anymore. I bet they're not, dude. Mm, I bet they're not. Sad I bet they're times. Not. Hey, dude, I will go back. I will happily go back. Maybe in like, Oh, I four or five months. I didn't mean right now. No, no, no. But I, 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 I see myself returning there once or twice. It was nice. Anyways, um, yeah. Anyway, so I digress. So this is all your fault. The digression. <laughs> yes, the the light forms the shape of the bull, and its horns are pointing outside into the you know wilderness. They yeah. look outside, and the sun is shining on the mountains in a certain way that looks like a path that cuts up you know over the mountain tops which is really just unnecessary because you look at this whole like area and it's like oh we should go to the like only antechamber off to the right and look out onto where this window has been cut i know well it's also it's like 
look at the sun. Now go back inside and look at the wall. Now go back outside and look at the path. Yeah, look at the path leading to the giant mountain, which is the only thing out there. And it's just like, hey, man, they had some they had some like Indiana Jones fun times. Yeah. I love the fun times. So still a little unnecessary. Sure. So they start taking the path up that mountain. They figure out that we have to go up this mountain. But hey, y'all. This river is frozen over. If we can go up this river, it's going to save us so much time. So they get on their little sled. They got, so here's what we got. We got Mo. We got Melody. We got Professor Shanku. We got Robu. We got everybody's favorite character, Avi. We got Markovich. And for some reason, Avi. (laughs) And we got two yaks pulling a sled. Everybody loads up on the sled and they start going up that river. But wait, creek, 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 creek. Oh, no. The ice is breaking. Shit. That's right. This turns into a giant kerfluffle as they try to outrun the cracking ice. And, and then the, like, yaks get broken off from the yes. sled that they're on. And then... So the sled goes careening down the, the river. Yeah. Robu gets thrown off of... Mm-hmm the sled and then uses his ice skates to get back mm-hmm. and then he tries to stop the sled because it's going to go up a ramp and he's doing it totally incorrectly Aww. like he digs his heels and it's like no dude you got a hockey style that shit like put your feet <laughs> sideways what yeah. are you doing so yes they do they do go off this ramp and they're like boy that was close Except, oh, fuck, now they realize they're going to have to go over a frozen waterfall, which is just a big cliff. Gasp. So Professor Shanku whips out his sticky gun. His 90s gummy gun. Yeah, his little sticky hand gun and uses it to grab onto a tree. This flings them in the kind of opposite direction. Go. They, uh, the sled starts kind of tumbling down a i don't know slope of some sort wormhole yeah and then they fall into a hole in the ice they go sliding down this hole and when everything is said and done they are thrown out into a clearing they kind of regain their composure when all of a sudden this chick yamu (laughs) yamu and her cronies riding yaks with like ak-47s like M14s or whatever yeah. from the Vietnam era. Just whatever. Crazy. Guns. Just firearms. Point them right at our, our team. Right at the children. Yeah, right at the kids. And is like, hey, who are you guys? You're in Yamu's Valley. I'm Yamu. No funny business. We'll let you go. But we're going to take the robot. Yeah. She really wants that robot. She really wants the robot. She's like, I want her. Give me a robot. Shanku is like, oh, no, you don't want this robot. It's like, it's faulty. See, look at it. And Robu starts like pretending to like twitch and and, yeah, freak out. He kind of buzzes and and, and gyrates over close over to Shanku and passes Shanku a gun. Shanku shoots all the the cronies. Not yet. Before that, I think they start shooting at the kids and everything and they hide behind a rock and the professor asks the kids a very important question he's just like oh. hey how are your snowball skills and both the kids reply yes <laughs> and i'm just like that is not an answer to that question <laughs> and that's when he starts shooting them up with 
darts. After he lets the kids throw snowballs into the people's eyes that are shooting bullets at everybody. Yeah. Endangering children. Yay. <laughs> Yay. They have a snowball fight, and during all the kerfluffle, Shanku shoots the cronies with darts. Jeff, do you want to talk about these darts? These darts are filled. Okay. I thought I had something there, but I didn't. They're basically filled with like a nightmare serum. They're Scarecrow's fear gas. Yeah, Scarecrow's fear gas. And they're just standing there, but they're asleep and having nightmares. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, that yeah. seems kind of fucked. Good one, Shanku. Shanku, yeah. good job at, you know, it doesn't cause any physical damage, but mental damage can be way worse. Yeah. I mean, we're watching this whole thing. Like, Shanku's like a friendly dude. He's relatively nice to the kids. You know, he is never when gets he's not mad. endangering them. Yeah. He never gets mad at Avi. He loves having Robu's company. But, like... This motherfucker made fear gas, and also, we didn't mention it because it has nothing to do with anything, but he creates this, like, bantha in his laboratory. Yeah, I forgot about that. I just wrote down that the doctor has sinned against nature. Yeah, he's like, check it out, y'all. I made a unicorn. unicorn. Yeah. And at first, I was like, oh, shit, does this movie actually have a unicorn in it? No, it's this fucking Well, it beast. does, but not yet. It's like... Okay, imagine a pony, but it's got ram horns, but also rhinoceros horns. And then... I would just say, just imagine a yak with a rhinoceros horn. Okay, yeah, a yak with a, but it's a small yak. It's like yeah, a it's very, tiny. a yak the size of a, and I don't it's know. Green. Yeah, well, it's brown and green. A brown and green yak the size of a, like, golden retriever with extra horns, and it also makes this weird noise, and... I don't know, dude. And the guy's like, yes, this is natural. Yeah. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Shanku says, listen up, Yabu. Yamu. Uh, Yamu. Who talks like a snake. Yeah. Your cronies are having a bad trip. You need to tell us where you found this pocket watch. Because she's got this pocket watch attached to her hip. And she's like, oh, my like fuck boy gave this to me. Yeah. And he's just like, who's your fuck boy? And she's like, oh, Charlie. Y'all, Willard's name is Charles. Shit. I guess we found these kids' mom. Charlie Willard. Yeah. So she takes not their mom. It's not their mom. I was making <laughs> a silly. She takes them back to her tribe's headquarters, I guess. Somewhere. I'm not really sure. And she's telling them all about like, oh, Charlie's the best. He's so cool. He came by this way and he was said he was looking for the Garden of Dreams. And I was like, you're never going to find it. But he was like, yeah, I am. Boo, 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 boo. And they're like, yeah, that's great. Where did he go? And she's like, I have no idea, but I can take you where I saw him last. So she does. And they're on their way again. They make their way, and they get to this long, creaky bridge uh, spanning over this crevasse. Everyone is trying to decide, like, I'm not going to cross it. I'm Avi, and I'm huge. I'm not going to cross it. I'm fucking Markovich and whatever. I'm going to cross it. I'm the little kid. No, you shouldn't do that. You're just a kid. Finally, Melody's like, fuck all y'all, and she starts crossing the bridge. But up. Uh, it snaps. She falls through almost, and yep. then the whole bridge breaks. That's right, and she plummets to her death. Not. She winds up on this crystal bridge, which is like... Which was invisible at first. I kind of make a mention of like, oh, this is like Dark Souls in that one crystal cavern where you have to like 
across this thing and you can only tell where the bridge is because the snowflakes are like exploding on it. Oh, sure, yeah. No, I like that. I like that. It kind of reminded me of the steam engines of Oz, their fucking munchkin magic bridge. But this is an actual factual crystal bridge. So they hop down onto the crystal bridge and Shanku is like, well, this is a bridge. It's got to lead somewhere. He finds a secret door in the snow. And this is where we find an old, I don't really know what, they they go into this room and there's nothing but a glowing orb. Shanku touches the orb orb. and the, the thing lights up. The room fills with light and we see they are in this room with like 10 doors surrounding them. They each take a door. Shanku and Melody go through this one door with this giant Buddha statue inside and wall-to-wall shelves with books. Uh, Forest of Knowledge. Yes, the Forest of Knowledge. Shanku cannot believe what he's reading because he's like, uh, these books have, like, the formula that explains, like, flight and, like, anti-gravity and how to be invisible. and And everything's written in Sanskrit. And everything's written in Sanskrit, yeah. We see Markovich. He opens a room filled to the brim with barrels full of jewels. Maybe. Ooh, what? Maybe all of these doors, when you open them, they open to your like inner desires. Margovitz no. wants like coins and riches. But then in that theory, the kids would have opened it up and it would have just been like, hi, I'm your dad. Mm. And Avi would have well, opened it up and it would have been like, I'm home. Avi opened up. A room that was empty and bottomless, like his soul. No. Uh, dude, okay, look. You know if... if- I, I hate on Avi. Here's why I hate on Avi. Avi's entire purpose is to be comedic relief, and it falls flat like every time for Avi's me. Avi's the bumbler. He's, he's bumbler, and I find him annoying because it's just like, can you just be useful for once? His, but his- really, he's... He's fine, I guess. Yeah. He's just, I find him really annoying. I'll be real. Like, his bumblings didn't bother me at all. All of these movies need some sort of fucking bumbler, you know? All these all these movies need somebody to accidentally bumble into, like, setting off the trap or, like, correctly doing the, the sequence to unlock the greatest thing. Like, that's that's just a thing. The thing that I didn't really like about Avi is that everything that comes out of his mouth is not funny. It's not funny. It's probably about food because he's fat. Yeah. And he's extremely one note, Avi. Yeah. But, I mean, like... But the f- still, he's, I guess he's a fine person. I don't I think... I just find he's annoying. I don't... I really didn't find him that obnoxious. But I also... I didn't think he was a laugh riot, you know? Anyway, so Markovich finds this room filled to the brim with, like, jewels and diamonds and stuff. He, out of nowhere picks up his phone and he's just like yes i found the treasure i am sending you my coordinates now y'all this god dang markovich is a is a double agent he's working for franzotti god damn o'driscoll's god damn o'driscoll boys what do you think dutch would have done with all that treasure Ooh, that's that's what they left in blackwater yeah probably he would have been stupid and been like oh just one more score after one more score and we're done we're out Dutch, I just don't know about this. I just need loyalty from Where you, Arthur. Where is your goddamn faith, Arthur? <laughs> oh, the game is so good. 
<laughs> that's not even that's not even the first time we've made that reference in this podcast. No. So, the final clue is something about getting over the dream wall. They open one of these doors and it's this giant crystal wall that just seems to go on to like infinity. Like it it goes past the clouds. And they're like, "Well, shit, found the dream wall, y'all. How do we get over it?" When Markovich slash Peter Pan <laughs> Markovich slash Peter Pan comes out holding a sack of loot and wearing these funky new boots. Funky boots. Yeah. They're like, Markovich, what you doing? And he's like, I am out skis. Bye. And he jumps off the cliff. And they're like, oh, shit, no, Markovich. Y'all, these are flying boots. Flying these are, boots? These are boots that make you fly. This is where the movie starts taking a turn for the, like, whoa. No, I liked it. Because like Indiana Jones, you know, Indiana Jones is like, we're normal, normal things, regular things that could happen. And then they always veer into the supernatural at yeah. the very end, you know? Markovich takes his flying boots and flies over the dang old wall. And Shanku's like, well, shit, I wish we all had boots. Boom, Avi shows up, and he's like, I opened up a door, and it was filled with all these boots. Y'all want to try on these boots? They're the same type of boots as Markovich's. They all fly over the crystal wall. And this is where we see the Garden of Dreams. This is the cover of the book. This well, cover of the, the movie. book, yeah, movie. <laughs> it really is the cover of the movie. We've got lush green fauna as far as the eye can see. We got dinosaurs. We got rocks. We got minotaurs. We got these, like, flying stingrays. Yeah. We got weird-ass, like, crazy-colored plants. We got giant Venus flytraps that'll eat you. It's got all sorts of crazy shit in here. So... They they sat down and decide to have a look around. Cut to a sinister airship also landing Ooh. on another side of the Garden of Dreams. Y'all, Markovich told Franzotti how he could get here and he used his dang old airship. So Franzotti opens up the ship and he's like, hell yes, men, come here. We are taking everything back home. We're going to make a mint on this shit. Look at this giant Venus flytrap. It's huge. We're going to sell it. Look at this giant Venus flytrap. <laughs> Shanku eventually finds Willard. He's looking a little haggard and a little scratchy. They find Willard Scott, and he's there, and he's just like, it's a great day here at the Dream World Parade. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Every was... time you say Willard, I just think of Willard Scott. First off, I'm here not... comes Butterman. I feel like I'm sh- oh, okay. That was Al Roker. But oh, that was Al Roker. That was Al Roker. My bad. But but Willard Scott does also do the the commentary or did he the did. commentary for fucking Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That is a good pull. How did you know that? Uh, from Thanksgiving when we watched like <laughs> all these different parades from throughout the years y'all like didn't watch this year's we watched like one from the 90s no i totally did i totally did watch this year's but since nobody was coming over yeah that's true y'all for thanksgiving you know covid nobody came over so we watched this year's parade came over we didn't go anywhere then we watched a parade from like 30 years ago then we watched a parade from like 20 years ago then we watched a parade from like five years ago i had time on my hands y'all we weren't doing anything yeah might as well so they find willard 
And Willard's like, oh, wow, Shanku, I knew you were here. I knew it was you as soon as I saw the airship. And Shanku's like, wait a minute, excuse me, what? Airship? Cut to the children. They're also having a look around. And Mo falls into a dang old river. Melody jumps in to save him. They climb onto a turtle and make it to land. And when... guess what they see? Guess what they guess see, what y'all? They guess see. what they see, y'all? Beep, 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 beep. That's the timer going off. What do they see? They see a unicorn adventure. <laughs> they see a unicorn. Wow. They're like, oh my God, a unicorn. I can't believe it. And then, boof, immediately from out of the bushes comes Markovich and he just grabs the he damn just thing. It. He's like, hi, yes. He grabs that unicorn the way you would grab a dog that's like eating something it shouldn't. You're just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> cut back to willard shanku is like dude why why have you been here this whole time like what the fuck and willard's like oh okay so here's the thing i did the same thing you guys did i'm glad you followed my clues i had my own flying boots but i biffed the landing and wound up breaking my leg and my shoulder i thought i was done for but i was able to find an orange tree and ate enough oranges to get my strength back they're magical oranges they're magical oranges. he like instantly gets healed from yeah it. So then he's like, so then I just hopped on my boots and decided to, you know, get out of there. But every time I tried to cross over the uh, the dream wall, I started to disintegrate because those oranges had like made me a part of he the changed, garden. Yeah, he changed, said it changed his DNA. I got like American Horror Story first season vibes from it. What? Because in American Horror Story first season, the whole thing is like the house. If you die in the house, you stay in the house forever. Ew. You can try and leave the house, but you'll just disappear and poof back to the house. But if you're dead, why does it matter? You mean like your ghost? Yeah, like your, your ghost, ghost won't let won't the, go anywhere. You'll else? still be like alive, but you won't know you're dead Ew, until you boy. try to like leave, and then it's just like, I was just in a car. What happened? Now I'm in my room. Okay, question. If I die in the house, but I don't know that I'm dead. Well, I guess if I don't know I'm dead. I was going to say, if I die in the house and the internet still works, like I'll just stay in that house, whatever. Sure. But if I don't know that I'm dead, yeah, I could probably see myself being like, time to go pick up a you pizza. You could never go to Buggy's again. <gasps> no. That's a fate worse than death. No. I'll never get You could never fudged. go to Buggy's. No. You can't go can i at least go to the kinokunia <laughs> nope no you can't go to the kinokunia no more i don't think you care about going <laughs> like tom thumb <laughs> wow oh no groceries, <laughs> groceries. <laughs> you'll never be able to go back to work darn <laughs> All right, all right. I'll never right. get sick again, so Good. I guess that's cool. Yeah. And if I'm never, look, hey, dude, if I'm never pooping, I never need to go to the thumb anyway to get more fucking tea papes. I feel like we would get bored, though. I would probably. Get I bored. would go crazy because something would go wrong in this house <laughs> and I would just have a mental breakdown. But, even oh though God. it doesn't matter because I'm dead. <laughs> and I could never go to the Lowe's or Home Depot to get shit to fix it. I think I just made a startling realization. This house is your unfinished business. It is. You're going to be a ghost forever. I'm going to hear a weird noise and be like, what the fuck is that? Fix the pot. No, I just want to no, sleep. No, no, no. The year is going to be like, I don't know, 20 something something. And the new people are going to live in here and be like, what the fuck was that? And it's going to be your ghostly ass being like, 
Fix the pipes, please. Change the filter. Dude, so like nobody knows this, but we were talking last night because I was watching this old house. (laughs) And we thought of a like a fucking TV show idea for idea for me (laughs) called This Fucking House. (laughs) It's just me screaming and ranting every time something goes wrong and be all like all right, today's this for today's episode of this fucking house. The goddamn coil in the AC is leaking. God, we gotta get somebody to fix this shit. <laughs> Tomorrow in this fucking house, the fucking sink is leaking. God, why? I don't know why. I don't know because everything <laughs> just goes wrong in this place. It doesn't. <laughs> we can't, it doesn't. We can't go a year without something happening. That's not true. What happened last year? I don't know. This the coil was already leaking. All right, what happened year before? The coil again. <laughs> that coil's been leaking for years. Oh, then why haven't you fixed it? Because I didn't know for sure, and it was <laughs> a lot of money to get it fixed. All right, all right. House talk. The kids secretly follow Markovich back to the Franzotti's airship, and they're like, "Oh shit, these dudes are here. We gotta talk loudly behind these bushes and come up with a plan. Yeah, how we can defeat them. Step one, and then." That fucking chick, Mrs. Franzotti, is like, oh, hey, kids, did you guys really think you could come up with a plan? Well, you can't because I've captured you now. This is where Shanku, Willard, and Franzotti all come face to face. Franzotti decides to fucking shoot Shanku, but Willard jumps and takes the bullet. Dude, he takes a bullet right in the heart. In the there chest. There is blood. There's actual, there's like a There's like a squib. Yeah, there's a squib that goes off. And I'm like, oh, wow, they just shot, they just showed a dude getting shot and dying. Yeah. In a kid's movie. Yeah. Eat your heart out, scamper. Yeah. Everyone is losing their marbles. The kids just saw their dad shot before their very eyes. Shanku just saw his his homie shot. When, when Willard <laughs> rolls over, and is like, oh, crazy, I'm healing. And Franzotti's like, holy shit, you found the secret of immortality. Fuck trying to take all these creatures. I'm just going to take you, dude. But also I'm going to take the creatures. But also I'm going to take the creatures. So Shanku uses some quick thinking. Earlier, he found Melody's diary. It was, it's just, she's been keeping, you know, as all like little girls do, she's been keeping a diary. She's been ranking boys that she's seen. (laughs) Sure. It's got like a smiley face on it, on the cover. Live, laugh, love. Does it say live, laugh, love? No, it doesn't say live, laugh, love. It said something on it, it, but I didn't have time to read it. I think it said don't even think about opening this. Probably. Should have said live, laugh, love, though. See, live, laugh, love would have worked if she was 50 years old. She's arguably 13. She would not have live, laugh, love. What do you think it would be? What would, what would the Zoomers want on their... She would have a line that she really, really likes. She would have some sort of inspirational uh, song lyric from BTS or some fucking non-threatening boy that she likes. Or a deep-fried meme of Shrek. Yes, or a deep-fried meme of Shrek. Yeah, yeah, it's either one of those, like, dot-eyed memes where it's just, like, 
somebody's eyes are gigantic and, and it they've says, inverted the colors yeah and like it's all artifacted to shit yeah and you're like whoa and it says something like soul crushing depressing and it's like damn dude you're 12 you really shouldn't be like <laughs> like we laugh at this because we've been crushed by the weight of the world but i feel like you still you still got life in you shanku like i said does some quick thinking and he's like look friends Audie, you could take this dude if you want but you're gonna be studying him forever meanwhile I've been writing all this stuff down in my new notebook. And he holds up Melody's notebook. And he's like, I tell you what, if you don't take my friend, I will give you the secrets to everything I found out in this notebook. And Franzati's like, all right, baller, deal. But out of nowhere, this rock swoops down and takes the children. In the kerfluffle, what? That happens. No, I know. I just, this is the part of the movie where my like, ADD kicked in real bad. Yeah. And just like all this shit starts happening. And I was just like, I just wrote down, I was like, they didn't know how to end this movie because like all this shit just starts happening. I feel like this, this is a bit of a detour, but I feel like, I feel like they correct it soon enough. This rock comes down, steals the kids with everything happening very quickly. Frenzati throws Willard on board his airship and grabs Shanku's uh, diary, which is actually Melody's diary, don't forget. He climbs on board his airship and he's like, all right, fuck this, bye, we're out. Now that I've plundered this beautiful garden, Shanku is able to eventually get on board the airship. Oh, meanwhile, Robu saves the kids by using this like catapult. He catapults a cactus into this like rock. It's like a cactus animal. It is, it's like a cactus with one eyeball. Yeah. It's like if Mike Wazowski was a cactus. Yeah, Mike Wazowski or a cacodemon with spikes. Yeah, he's able to save the kids, whatever. Back on the airship. (laughs) Whatever, fuck it. Yeah, well, because for the rest of the movie, they're not terribly important. Nope. So Shanku's on board the airship. He frees Willard. And he's like, all right, we got to get out of here. Willard's like, hold up. We are not going anywhere until I rescue my buddy. Willard opens up a crate and there's the unicorn that Markovich stole. Franzati shows up and six is two henchmen on Shanku and Willard. They have a fist fight. Franzati gets pulled into it. They try to do that cartoon style fight where it's just like smoke. But since this is 3D animated, it's like a weird static puffball. Yeah, it, it looks like somebody... And there's like electricity flying around it. And I was like, somebody's going Super Saiyan in there. Yeah, it kind of just looks like somebody just like did like a little smoke bomb or something. Yeah, it was we- kind of weird looking. Yeah. But I got what they were going for. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Frenzati and his minions are summarily defeated. Shanku, the unicorn, and Willard jump out of the plane. They make it back to the ground and the kids and Willard are finally reunited. They hug. We see Willard go over to Shanku and is like, well, I'm glad I'm safe, but he just, he made off with the animals. What the fuck? And Shanku's like, nah, man, it's good. Watch, cut to Franzotti. And he's like, well, it sucks that I wasn't able to get the invincible man, but at least I got all these critters. And then out of nowhere, they all start like disintegrating and turning yeah. into dust because he went over the flying, wall. Yeah, they're flying over the dream wall. Yeah. So our movie ends with the kids waving goodbye to their dad. Yep. I don't know why they didn't they just stay with him. him but I don't know. they're like, hey, we're going to figure out a cure for you somehow and see if we can get you over the dream wall. And he's like, cool, I can't wait. And we get one final little scene of the kids Shanku 
and Avi. Oh, and that weird-ass Yak Bantha in Shanku's laboratory. Just digging around. Yeah, just digging around, having a great time. Avi brought some tomatoes. The end. Yeah. So, with that, it is now time for our compliment sandwich. That's right. All right. Who wants to go first, you or me? I guess I'll go first. Oh, okie doke. What's your first compliment? My first compliment was, you know, it's not a boring movie. Yeah. It, um, we've seen some that are just like, Ugh. oh my God, dude. And always had something going on. Yeah. Even if sometimes, mostly towards the end, it was just like, okay, this is getting a little like, whoa. Yeah. They kind of they threw everything. Kind of gets off the, the wall. Sink. Yeah. It gets very Bollywood. <laughs> sure. My first compliment is very similar to yours in that I actually really like the story. I think I see no reason why you couldn't turn this story into a Indiana Jones or maybe like a Romancing the Stone sort of thing. Am I going to call it the greatest story I've ever seen in a movie? No. Am I going to call it the greatest Indiana Jones story? No. But I thought this was a lot of fun. I think... Calling it a unicorn adventure is such a disservice to this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's extremely misleading. I, and then what they did with the cover, yeah. it's like every single thing on that cover has like less than 20 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it kind of reminds me of there was a movie that John Lennon was in because he wanted to try his hand at acting. I think it was called How I Won the War. Mm. And it's a World War II movie. And he's in the movie for maybe a minute and a half's worth of screen time. But since everyone, you know, since a fucking Beatle was going to be in the movie, whenever you see covers for it nowadays, it's his fucking face right on the thing, even though yeah. he's in the movie. He shows up once and he's just like, oh, I'm John. I've, the Jerry's got us pinned, Captain. And then he fucking fucks off. And it's just like, and then the rest of the movie is just a war movie. Yeah. It's a very kangaroo jack bait and switch. Yes! That's an even better <laughs> reference. Thank you. Jeff's killing it with the references today, and I'm biffing it. Biff. Biff. It is It is a very, very kangaroo jack thing. But I got to say, like, the story, I don't know. I, I it, was just, it was just kind of a fun adventure story. It was cool. What is your, what is your negative? Um, my negative, I mean, you know, sometimes the animation was rough. I made mention while we were watching it like the opening there was some weird panning going on oh yeah where the panning was like jittering yeah it was almost yeah. like pulsating and i was like oh this is like hurting my eyes yeah i don't it kind of cleared up later but See, just whatever i guess whatever they were doing was too intensive for their rendering program might be, yeah and it's just like it's like i can't keep a stable frame rate and it's fucking with me yeah also asterisk Freaking don't pin all of the humor in this movie on one dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think Robu had a few little jokes, you know? Yeah, maybe. I, I feel like most of it was on Avi, Avi to yeah. like deliver the jokes. Let's make fun of the fat man. Yep. I mean, hey, I'll say this one thing in Avi's defense. He is a one note character and that one note is I'm fat and I like food, but all the food he always wanted was like 
mangoes and fruits. It wasn't yeah. and, and a granola bar. You know, it wasn't like it was I just murders. food in general. Yeah, it wasn't like I love donuts and shakes. At least, at least there's probably something to be said about like, well, at least the dude likes fucking mangoes. Yeah. My negative is we've touched on it several times. This shouldn't have been called the Unicorn Adventure. Yeah. This cover was wrong. It's a it's a fucking lie. It's deceitful. I picked this movie thinking it would be fun to watch. Yeah, you were talking about Princess Emmy and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I thought we were going to get like a girly girly unicorn flick. And I was like, I don't know, that that might be kind of fun. Like, Yeah, this is going to be extremely disappointing if you did rent this for like, my girl loves horses. Yeah. I'm going to show this movie to her. And then it's just like, they might enjoy it still <laughs> yeah, yeah. for other reasons. Yeah. But like they're not gonna get the unicorns not, they prom they you promised. Like them. the part of their brain that craves unicorns <laughs> is gonna be left wanting. Of course, yes. It just it bothers me on two levels. It bothers me, yeah, because it's very deceitful. And it bothers me because it's like if this was released everywhere else as the Shanku diaries, why does that why do you have to change it up for the American audience? Like you can call it the fucking Shanku diaries. We're not fucking stupid like yeah i don't know what a fucking shanku is but hey guess what i don't know before i saw mad max i didn't know what a fucking mad max was before i saw evangelion i didn't know what an evangelion was like sometimes you can have a weird ass title and people will still want to check out your fucking show it just like you said it's deceitful it feels like they tricked you into watching this movie yeah i mean when, when everything's said and done like I feel cheated because this wasn't about unicorns, but I don't feel cheated that this was like hot, spicy ass. <laughs> like this is not a post Chipotle ass. <laughs> like <laughs> post flaming hot Cheetos ass. If they had called this a unicorn adventure and then shown me planes with brains, I'd be pissed off. Holy but shit! At least it was like a decent movie. What if it was a walk cycle. Of a unicorn just talking about horses. I don't know. That might not be that bad. <laughs> Depends I don't know. on if they're reading the Wikipedia article yeah. about horses. So what is your second compliment? Sometimes it's hard to come up with a second compliment. It is sometimes, but that's why I like it, because it, it makes you have to explore. Yeah. I don't know. I liked like all the gadgetry that was in there. Yeah. That was kind of fun. It's kind of Inspector Gadgety. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I think my second compliment is so i i did a little bit of research into this movie it was made by turtle in motion studios so i did a little bit of looking into turtle in motion studios as far as i can tell anyway this is their very first movie and where's it located india india i don't know where in india but i know it's in india this is their very first movie and Think about this, their very first movie, versus Howard Lovecraft. Yeah. Their Studio Arcana's first movie. Big ass difference. I just wanted to take a moment to give some propers to the crew that that is behind this movie. We got some real bona fides in this crew. First off, I just want to say I'm about to butcher some names, so I'm really, really, really sorry. I'm going to try my fucking damnedest, but... I'm sorry. I got a big, dumb Americansky tongue. The compositor, Cyan Chattopadhyay, he worked on Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Not the worst movie in the world. Uh, My boy, the lighting lead, Pratik, worked on Godzilla, King of the Monsters. 
One of the animators, Sukana Nihar Chakraborty, worked on Venom. I never saw Venom. I have yet to see it either. Pradeep Kumar Kata worked on Expendables 2. Not like, you know. Yeah. And Mundel Shayura worked on Wonder Woman 1984. All of these, you know, say what you want about the quality of all these movies. I know some of these like aren't bangers, but they're films you've heard of. Yeah. Like these dudes have worked on established things. And, uh, this ain't no Dinosaur Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't no first timers. You know, these these dudes are straight up professionals and that's cool. Good job. Yeah, good job. So, it is time to move on to our MVP. If you're new to the podcast, this is where we pick our very, very favorite character. Sometimes it's a character that's like a main character with a lot of speaking roles. Sometimes it's some fuck-off little gremlin that shows up for two frames that we become (laughs) very smitten with. Jeff, who was your favorite character? Robu. Me too! Robu Robu was like the coolest guy Always there for the kids. Yeah. Always there for everybody. Always there for everybody. Also, I forgot to mention it. So when they find that wall, the dream wall, they're yeah. like, shit, why is it so fucking bright out here? And then that's when Robu has the little solar panels oh. come out of his head. And he's just like, ah, finally, sunlight. Okay, okay. I was probably writing something So yeah, down. he's solar powered. All right, good for Robu. Robu's cool, y'all. I wish I had a Robu. I do too. He's like, Robu, can you fix everything that's wrong with this house, please? <laughs> Robu, here's the thing about Robu. He's nice. He's helpful. Like, super, super helpful. And I think the best thing about him is, you know, we've already brought up Star Wars once in this in this podcast. He's not like 3PO. He's not like, oh, I'm prim and proper and I don't want to get my feet wet. Ooh, 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 ooh. He doesn't have any sort of like weird ass like hang-ups i just i don't know i guess i'm used to seeing a lot of shows where or movies where uh the robots really crude or oh the robots a fancy lad no 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 no. this was just like just a nice robot and i wish i had character in the movie yeah i wish dude i want one i the thing is i I want one as a helper but I also want a Robu as a friend. Oh, I do. Because you can tell Robu would be like, Robu, I'm feeling down. Will you just like, can I just kind of like vent at you? And then we can go play some like checkers or something. And he'd be like, that's great. Let's do that. And I'd be like, yeah. And then he would inject you with serotonin. And he'd be <laughs> like, ah, yes. Thank you. I don't the need brain that. Juice. No, I just need a whammed. All right, <laughs> so there was not even a single song in this, so we will not nope. do favorite song, which just leaves us with the ranking of the movies. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. We have 27 movies on our list. They're all movies. I, don't, I was going to say they're all good, but then I was like, wait a minute, they're, they're, not, not. they're not all good. That's the whole reason they're ranked. There's a reason there's something at number 27, and it's yeah. Planes of Brains. Um, Which, Planes with Brains, spoiler, is going to be at 28. Oh, in case you're wondering, like, wait a minute, isn't this episode, like, 29? Why don't you have 28 movies? We didn't rate Scamper. So, I want you to look at these movies. I Mm. want you to think about what we just watched. And I want you to think about your thoughts vis-a-vis 
a unicorn adventure slash the Shoku Diaries colon a unicorn adventure. And okay. when I count to three, I'm going to say one, two, three. And when I get to three, I want you to blurt out what you think. Okay. Blurt it. All right. One, two, three, Number seven. nine. Okay, all right. So Jeff said nine, I said seven. We're pretty hot to trot on this movie. This will not go above Annabelle's wish. Stop trying to take down Annabelle's <laughs> wish. <laughs> the only thing that's going to go above Annabelle's wish is if it's just as sappy. Is Annabelle's it's wish like, two? Annabelle's wish two. You thought you knew what sadness was. Annabelle's wish two. This is the Hanukkah one. I've always wished I could be a dreidel. Look, I'm spinning. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, Annabelle. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, God, it's still got Randy Travis. <laughs> yeah, it still has Randy Travis. Tell me what the Jewish Randy Travis is, and I'll replace him. The Yiddish him. Randy Travis. Yeah. So, should we meet in the middle and say eight? We could. Okay. I feel like I like to not crack her prints a little bit more. Oh, how come? Just because, I don't know, I, I enjoy, I like the music. Sure. I like... I thought it was animated really well. That's yeah, that's true. Um, it was animated pretty good. Outside of fucking what's his name's voice acting, it was, oh fucking Keef. Yeah, Keef, Keefer. I think all the voices in here weren't half bad. Yeah, I think like you said, the uh, the lady Avi's voice was kind of like I don't know. Avi's voice really didn't bother me that much. I don't know, like I felt like he was. They were like. Straddling a line between like offensive ethnic voice with him, maybe. I mean, the movie's made in India. That might just be what that dude sounds like with an English accent. Well, I mean, like when they look, or was it just made in English? I think it might have been made in English. Oh, okay. So I it think. was just made like that. I genuinely, I genuinely I mean, if do they, not know. If it know. was made like that, that's okay. That's what they wanted his voice to be like. Sure. I didn't know if it got localized that way. And they're like, we got to keep somebody with a funky foreign accent. I only saw one set of voice credits on IMDb. That doesn't mean that there weren't others. It just means that all IMDb had to show me was was this. Oh, also, Kyle, I believe his name is Kyle Abair did a voice in this movie. Uh, I don't know who Kyle Abair is. Kyle Kyle Abair. I swear to God, it's Abair. I don't think it's Hebert. It's it looks like it says every Hebert. time. Every time I've seen something that say like Hebert or Herbert, it's Abair. Yeah. So Kyle Abair is a voice on Dragon Ball Z. He was Team Gohan in the Funimation dub. And fun fact, in high school, I ran an anime club, and one time he was a special guest. And wished me a happy birthday. Aww. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm I'm biased. Maybe I can't rank this movie. <laughs> so, gosh, the animation for Nutcracker Prince was pretty fun, especially that weird aside with the uh, with the crack-a-tooth nut and all that shit. Yeah. Gosh, I just want to take down Annabelle's wish. Stop trying to go <laughs> after. Just quit gunning for Annabelle. I'm gonna. I'm going to turn that fucking cow into fucking hamburger. That's so mean. <laughs> but. Do you hate that she got her wish? No, I don't hate that she got her wish. I hate that her wish was so fucking sappy. And Randy Travis was there. 
She gave up her ability to talk so someone else but could. But she got it back. After she died. She didn't die. Yes, she did. She became a reindeer. She, she turned into a reindeer. She did. <laughs> it's not. Whoa. She deaded herself I'm not, over no. that tree root. <laughs> she laid down. She never got back up until she was a reindeer. None of that is true. Anyways. Look. I feel like... You know, Swan Princess 3, like, it was kind of a fun nostalgia trip for me. Sure. But, you know, it's not that great. I feel like it could get knocked down. I could know. definitely I could definitely see this going above Swan Princess 3. Nutcracker might be able to hold its own. I think Nutcracker should be higher than Annabelle's Wish. But it looks like I won't get my wish, so... That's okay. But... <laughs> So number number nine? Yeah. Okay. Congratulations to... Wizzy What's It <laughs> for having the most references matched with the Beatles. <laughs> I, see, I don't know if I'm going to cut that or not, but now I have to leave it in, I feel like. <laughs> I believe that concludes our episode, y'all. So let's say you hated our ranking and you wanted to bitch to us on twitter because you're mean like that jeff where would they go indoor recess pod that's right indoor recess pod that's our twitter account but let's say maybe you don't want to do twitter and you'd rather go very 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 long form you'd rather send an email what is the email address they would send it to hey that's right hey at indoor recess dot club one more time hey at indoor recess dot club and if you want to see the list and some juicy tidbits, maybe sometimes thrown in there about the movie, go yeah. to indoorrecess.club. Yeah, indoorrecess.club is our website. You should go there. We've got a list. We've got links to all of the uh, movies or where you can find them. Some of them are on YouTube. Some of them are not. Uh, this one in particular is on, I don't think I mentioned it, so I'm going to say that now. It's on Hoopla. It's on uh, Amazon it's on Prime. And it's on Tubi. Don't watch it on Tubi. You do it, actually. Tell me what the fucking ads are. Yeah. I'd love to know. It's going to make that movie two hours long. <sighs> hey, if you know of a place where you can rate us some stars, uh, do it. It would be very, very, very helpful. Uh, but the most helpful thing is to spread the word and tell one other friend, hey, I like this podcast. They talk about weird movies. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they go on very, very, very long <laughs> digressions about houses and Uzi what's-its. I don't know about that part. You can fast forward that part. Today on this fucking Uzi what's-it. <laughs> and with that, y'all, I think we are donezo. And before I cut you loose, we got Jeff's quote no. quotable of the day. No. He's gonna give us some some life advice based on the movie that we just watched. Jeff, what do you got for us? Um, live your life like Robu. Jeff, what do you got for us? I don't know, dude. That's, the, that's what you got. <laughs> you. you you turned it instead of an outro. You turned it into life advice. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Un so until next time, folks. Okay. Let's all right. Do it. So until next time, folks. Find a way to cross your dream wall.
Wow. Wow, that was beautiful. That was beautiful, it was. Uzi, watch it. So you're saying you're saying number nine. You think number nine is number nine. Very good. We were just talking about the Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Number nine. Who's he? What's it? <laughs> yep, that's my favorite Beatles song. Who's he? What's it? Yeah. Who's he? What's it? Fields forever. Last night I said these words to my girl. Oh, I was waiting for you to. I know Bring you Uzi never even there. tried, girl. Uzi, 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 what's it? Oh, yeah. He's a Uzi, what's it, man? Um, Uzi, what's it? Is that Mr. Moonlight? Yeah. Here comes the Uzi, what's it? Bing, 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 bing. Bang, bang, Maxwell's Uzi Watts came down <laughs> on her head. Do, 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 do. Uzi Watts it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uzi Watts it, yeah, yeah. In spite of all Uzi the like danger, that, you know it's Watts it. In spite of all that, maybe Uzi Watts it. I'll do anything for you. Anything you want me to. <laughs> she came in through the Uzi What's It. <laughs> I'm back in the Uzi What's It. <laughs> you don't know how lucky you are, boy. I got blisters on my Uzi What's It. <laughs> <laughs>